So, Greg, the obvious question and place to start here is, did you take the hats down and did you fix the wall and did you do what you said you were going to do on Friday? I I did take them down. I have not fixed the walls yet, but they are Mm. off of the walls. I even sent you a picture (laughs) as fast as I could do it. Just to be like, I didn't do this real quick. They are down, though. They are not on the wall anymore. They're not on the wall. Okay, but the, the, the wall They're wasn't gone. fixed, so you did half the job basically. Not, I did. Have, I have not because I was trying. I couldn't find the spackle this afternoon, so I have to go to like a hardware store and get some of that. Here, I hear a lot of excuses, yeah. Clinton. Yeah, like, no, I'm like do, I was. I was doing it. Sounds like you never had the spackle, and you right. had to go acquire it. But it also sounds like you're skating on what you hope is the not notice element, which is once these things come down, maybe it just won't get seen until right. you can finally fix it on your own. It's such an eyesore that they're like, oh, my God, it's not there anymore and won't focus on the small indentations in exactly. the wall. Exactly. Yes. All the little holes from the nails. So what, what's the deal? Is she home yet or not? No, no, I am still alone, and so I have still have time to fix everything. How much okay, 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 that back? does save you a little bit. Yeah, when's she back? Uh, I think Sunday. Are you on a delay <laughs> I don't know or something? Exactly when yet? Wait, I should be. Are, are you on a delay or are we on a delay? What's the deal here? No, Greg is what yeah, I'm not like on delay. I'm talking very late. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's maybe he's being no, thoughtful I'll, before he answers. There, there could be. Well, that. Oh, you know what it is? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I think Brionis nailed it. What was it, Brionis? He's thinking of the next excuse, man. That's yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's what he's doing. Uh, okay. Hey, Jorge, come on now. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Kenley Jansen, blow a save. But I will. Kenley Jansen. He sounds terrible. He sounds like his gamer microphone is all screwed yeah, up. Yeah, like, I don't know what's going on. I need, I need all be, sorts of problems. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take him down. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Am I the only one that heard that clipping the whole time? No. Too, that right? was no, that. No, Greg, we Greg is he's coming out of the shoot. Is this is what we call stumbling out of the gate? Mm-hmm. The <laughs> that's right. that's what that's called right there. Uh, <laughs> that is the voice, by the way, of Clinton Yates, who, if you heard earlier, were, wait, that's not LZ. Yes, correct. That is not LZ. Our friend Clinton Yates is in today. Hello, Clinton. Your Yates. boy. What's up? Happy exactly. Happy Wednesday, kiddos. I am back from the deep south. I took a long trip around Louisiana. Alabama and Mississippi. Why I was covering some SEC baseball for a oh. story, and I'm back in full effect. So I'm glad. Nice. All right, man. Cool. Um, Very so cool. now I'm glad you were able while you were out on vacation, then catch up with the open on what we've been up to last week. And okay, so I'm guessing that Greg yeah. was doing some social stuff, and because UCLA was playing and playing well, he threw up some sort of ad hoc. I don't know, decoration as um, a way to show no, his love? No, 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 is that no, no, where no. we were? No. Uh, no, not no, really. no, not ad hoc. No. No, <laughs> no, no. So what happened was is everybody shot a video last week, Clinton. Yeah. Like your, your, your thoughts about opening day, memories right. of opening day, great opening day, blah, 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 right? So, so Greg is sitting in his office, and behind him is the decor of the room. And the decor is lots and lots of dirty, his words, not mine, baseball caps <laughs> that are hung on nails. And we all saw this, and Kelly Sedano saw it. And she went to Twitter and said, listen, that is not decor. That is a closet. That, you're hanging hats. You're not decorating with hats. His girlfriend, who was trying to be nice about it, he promised her he would get them down. He'd spackle the walls, maybe paint, get it cleaned up by the time she came home. And apparently the job is still not done. Yeah, that's never happening. I mean, that's, let's just be clear. That, until pressed in the moment, I have zero faith that Greg is going to just do that on his own. Because well, otherwise, he, here's what will happen. Faith. 
Why would Here's you ever even have the hats up like that to begin with if you ever even wanted to have them down and spackle the wall? That's what I'm saying. Fight for the hats, Greg. I'm on your side here. Okay, <laughs> Fight for the hats. Dirty or not. All right, decoration or not. You need those hats up to feel better about yourself in this situation. You keep those hats up. I'm on your side. Yeah, Do you, Greg? That's, Do maybe you? I'll put yeah. it back. Do you, yeah, Greg? Do you need those dirty, hats up to feel good about yourself? Is it a well, self-esteem? Well, I mean, thing? I was... I needed something behind me that I didn't have any pictures or anything. I needed something when I was doing live streams to mm-hmm. have something behind I, me. So I was and right. So it just worked. I was yeah. right. This was a function of needing something behind you in order to do your stuff. Yes, I'm pro hat in this situation. Wait, you no. hung the hats just because of the bit? No, not no, because no. of this He bit. hung I, the hats because was... when he used to do video stuff, he oh. just wanted something up. Oh. Now, but how long have those hats been up in that situation on that wall? I mean, they've been up since I got here. I've lived. So, how long ago is that? <laughs> Three years or so. Yeah, that's the little different, Clinton. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's a long time okay. for some dirty hats to be on the wall. Maybe you update They're not the dirty. hat. They're not Maybe dirty. Maybe you update the hat. You said they were dirty. You said they were dirty and sweaty. No, LZ said they were dirty. I would. They're not dirty. I don't know if I recall that that way. But anyway, go ahead. Just to keep it moving. By the way, Kenley Jansen just kept it moving um, by. Uh, Making sure the A's tied the game. So unfortunately, it's oh. unfortunately it's moving into extra innings. So three three bottom of yeah. nine. Here we go. Yeah, don't love this. Don't yeah. love the fact that Kenley's throwing this End much early in the season either. Like I know that we talked earlier about the fact that you give him the job and you say that he can figure it out. But five out saves. Oh, he's throwing to back to back. Like it just seems like a lot workload wise for this guy number seventy four. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't love it. Um, Bergman. We've given you enough grief to start the show. Uh, you, are, I heard you literally say, I don't know if it was right before we hit the air when the Open was on, I heard you say, oh, no, Kenley. So what, <laughs> what, what is going through your mind right now? It's Why is he out there again? It was just like what Clinton was just saying. He's already, in this short season, he's already had a five-out save, which he shouldn't be doing because he's not that guy. And now he's pitching on back-to-back days, which, again, not that guy. So no. I don't know what they're trying to figure out with him and seeing like oh. what he can and can't do at this point, but he shouldn't be pitching on back-to-back days or for multiple outs. Well, outside of three. But you know, listen, th- this is Dave Roberts, and Dave is going to be one of those old-school baseball guys mm-hmm. that's going to say, look, these are my guys. These are the guys that helped contribute to a championship, take Kenley's postseason out last year. He was part of this team, you know, and part of the build. And Dave is going to give him a chance to either prove that he's going to be able to come back, which is what they advertised in the preseason, versus he can't get it done, and now we have a legitimate reason to change out who is the closer of this team. I think Dave is giving him a chance to either prove he can or he can't. Uh, let me, he's let not me that ju- guy anymore. Let, let me jump. I agree with you, Greg, but let me jump in here because I do think Scott is on to the right logic here in the way I would envision Dave Roberts to handle this. And I'll use a real-life example, okay? okay? So I remember having this conversation one time with a friend of mine's mom about my mom, right? And my mom just kind of like, you know – Getting old, right? Old things, forgetting things, repeating things. And I remember my friend's mom saying, look, this is going to happen as your parents get older. I'm telling you because I'm an old lady. She's like, but the one thing you got to do is be cool. Don't lose your patience with your parents because of this. Old people want to grow old gracefully. And And she said, you'll be in that position one day soon. Now, I believe Dave Roberts is doing the equivalent of that to an athlete that, to Scott's point, has gotten him a lot 
of saves over the years. And I, I, I think he's letting the emotion of it maybe cloud the logic of it. That's always been a critique of Dave's, but that's different from this particular season. And I, even if I agree with that standpoint, that doesn't mean that the application has to be what it is. You oh, no, no, I agree. Be- I disagree with the application. Okay. I'm letting you know All that right. on the front end here. That's Sorry, fair. on the back that's end, fair. my bad. No, 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 I get it. I mean, I just, you know, it's just, and also it's one of those things where it's like, if that's happening, that means you're probably not getting that close to winning that many games. I know the Dodgers have been on a hot streak, but, you know, if you're in that situation, it means you're probably lining up for the loss. And right now, they blew the save. Not great. Yeah, but on the other hand, um, I think, again, one of the one of the good things about this Dodger team, and when I say team, I don't necessarily mean the guys in uniform. I mean, organizationally speaking, analytics are a big part of who they are. But on the other hand, trusting in your manager's gut is also something that's acceptable. It's not such that they say, no, you only play the numbers. They're giving Dave Roberts the latitude to try to either A, protect his guy, or B, show everybody, the front office, the players, and the player himself, this is not your role any longer. And it's so early in the season that I think you can afford to do it now. And by the way, the A's aren't very good, and the Dodgers shouldn't necessarily have to be in positions like these, but this is baseball, of course, and you never know what's going to happen every day. I'm not blaming it on Kenley. I just think that if you put misapply him or overapply him in a situation where he is trying to, as George says, ease back into things, you can end up not getting either one or both. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it, it's going to be a fascinating experiment to see all season, because I, or at least for a chunk of the season, because yeah. I do think they're going to try to run him out there like it's you know 2017 again, and I, I think that they're they're gonna if they move on from it. I think it's going to happen when the wheels completely fall off and it's obvious to everyone. I, I, w- would you agree with that, Scott? I would. I, I think that when, when you've had the kind of career that Jansen has had and you've been an important part of the franchise as he has, that they're trying to give him an opportunity to get it straightened out. And if he can't get it straightened out, then he's just going to have to look in the mirror and he's going to have to sit across from Dave Roberts. And when Dave explains it to him, he's going to say, Skip, I got it. Like, now I get it. I'm not that yeah. guy anymore. Yeah, that's kind of been a story for three seasons, though. So let's. Yeah, <laughs> right, it isn't a new <laughs> phenomenon, but it, <laughs> that's it, it, thing. It, it it does have waves, though. It has ebbs and flows to it. It's not always a hundred percent bad because if it was a hundred percent bad, he'd be out. He would have been out a long time ago. Yeah, but you know, one thing that that Greg says is he's not that guy anymore. He's not. But here's the, I, I, okay, but here's the thing: when you have the role of closer. You know, and it's time to come in and close. You call out to the bullpen. You go send in the closer. You know, and so you know the expectation is is that to go out and pitch, uh, you know, to to get three outs, he should be able to go out there and do that. That's his role. And so it's not like you go well. Yesterday he pitched, so we're not gonna, we're gonna have somebody else close today. Right. No. No. I I, I get it, but okay. it it is gonna play itself out. I think. Uh, I think we'll we'll know sooner rather than later um, on him. Because right. if it's if they're just going to try it about like this, then it's not going to go very well um, when he's out there more times than not, I believe. Uh, all right, so listen. L- let me let me switch gears to something else. Because Clint Yates needs to make his case about something today. Okay. okay, yes. All right, everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. Okay, everybody's doing it, okay? And, you know, I know there was the kind of the funny moment with the guy at the end, you know, saying the thing about who decides to kick the field goal or whatever. Look, the best part about – and I love Aaron Rodgers, the football player, okay? I love him. Like, I got a man crush on that dude. 
I think he's the best quarterback I've I've ever laid eyes on. And I say that as someone I used to say that about for Dan Marino for my entirety of my life up until old Aaron came in into my life. But the best part of that Jeopardy episode was the dude saying that, doing that question. It wasn't yeah, it anything about wasn't, uh, wasn't about Aaron. It wasn't his response, was it? Because, man, it, he was boring. Right. It was not Aaron. So, But Clinton, knowing that, that Jeopardy is filmed here in the entertainment capital of the world, there is some talk about LeVar Burton, formerly of Reading Rainbow. I, I know you have endorsed this. anywhere. Yes. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. There Banger, we go. The there we go. So he wants the job. So I think it should go to him. But you apparently want to throw your proverbial dirty hat in the ring if it's <laughs> anything like Greg's from earlier. Okay, so here's the deal. By the way, it's a quick side story. My buddy used to be in a band in college, and they would play a function every now and then. And now and then, and the way they would end it was with this great rock version of this song. Oh, it was fantastic! The place would go nuts <laughs> to hear the funny. Reading Rainbow song. It was one of the better party tricks I've ever seen out of a college band in my life. Anyway, so Lavar Burton, who we all know from various roles, not just the host of Reading Rainbow, Jordy LaForge as well, tremendous Star Trek character. Yes, he's a perfect person for the job. However. Yes. There's one other person that I have to insert into the discussion. Oh, boy. That would be your boy, Yeehaw Clint Yates. Mm. <laughs> I want this job. I would gladly be the host of Jeopardy and let me state my case. Okay. Number one, I speak fluent French. Je parle français couramment. Why this matters, I don't really know. But what did you just say? I've been, I said I speak fluent French. Then I said it in French. Oh, I thought number you said two, you wanted ham. Number two. It did sound like you wanted ham. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. My upbringing in the capital of the United States of America happened to be a very international one. I'm a very global citizen. Okay. okay? I know a lot about the world. Happenstance that I've been in a lot of places, too. And number three, okay. beyond just my gorgeous good looks, which we're just going to pass over, is the dress. I'm trying to update the style game on Jeopardy, all right? I don't Too wear stiff? suits. I don't wear suits unless I'm going to a wedding or a funeral, all right? And I think your boy could bring something to the table that would allow us to move into the new world of what is the game show realm. So Jeopardy people, Ooh. if you're listening, okay. I am available. This is not to say that LeVar would not be a good option, but guess what? I'll do it for half. Okay. I <laughs> half. That's nice. the steal right there. Nice. I, I, will, I will say this before we go to break, because we got to go here in a second. I will push back on one thing, not because I disagree with it, but because you know television is a finicky finicky thing with a with a brand that's been on that long it is so I'll, I, I i think that clothing comment i think to me of all the things you said stick out but i'm going to tell you specifically why we'll get into that on the other side plus a brouhaha yesterday gentlemen uh in tampa between the lakers and the raptors uh, i'm going to tell you why Montrez harrell just doesn't get any respect we'll get into all that coming up Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I mean, Clinton, even LZ said queer eye for the straight guy wouldn't take the hats on the wall show. Okay, I'm saying you update the hat. Look, I watch a lot of HGTV shows. I fell asleep watching Treehouse Masters last night. That's a different discussion. But you can update the look and keep the hats is what my point is. Yeah, but what, what LZ really said was... The gays can't fix everybody. You know? <laughs> yes. That's what he that's said. Just that was funny. I just <laughs> snorted that you said when you said that because that is pretty that's such a funny line. Even even though it was you saying it, not him. It's still yeah. a funny line. It was great the other day uh, on Monday. LZ goes like this at the end of the show. He goes, Now listen, he goes, let me say something. He goes, um, I'm the gay guy of the show. And George and I both go, No, come on, no, really? He's like, yeah. I know, I know, it's hard to No, yes, that's that's actually the case. We were like, We we had no idea, didn't know. Yeah, yeah first time we figured did. that out. Uh, so, Clinton, you brought up the, before we get to the brouhaha yes. uh, in uh, Tampa yesterday between the Lakers and the Raptors. And by the way, here's the update on the Dodgers: still three-three. Uh, A's have a runner on second uh, with no outs. So right. we'll keep you up to date on that. So you were mentioning about you putting your candidacy in for Jeopardy. You know, you'd bring your, you know, your flair, your style, my international, um, international, internationalism. His right? fluent French, right? Fluent in French. I know a lot I of mean, people from a lot of places. I've been to a lot of continents. Right. I was in the Washington Post for almost a decade. Your yeah. boy's got some, you know, some cred here. Cred. Cred. Right. You've got cred. Um, and look, the, the only thing I think, not that I would object to it, that TV executives would object to is when you said I would not wear a suit. Because here's the deal. So, even something as small as that on a brand that long, you know, you you change the smallest thing, and the audience can can recoil because it's so different and new. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it. remember when Coke went to you know changed uh, when Coca Cola changed to Coke, and the formula was just a little different. And then a couple years later, they're like, nope, classic Coca Cola, we're back. I know, but I also remember Crystal Pepsi, which was a hit. Okay, people drank that. I mean, did it they? Completely did different. they really yes. drink Crystal Pepsi? Yes. Drank it. No I way. Yes. I never no way. Uh, I mean, we're dorks. That's why you wouldn't be able to host Jeopardy. This is my no. whole point. The no idea here, drank Crystal Pepsi. The, the, the idea here is to rebrand. Now you don't have to overhaul everything. And again, people think that because I say I wouldn't wear suits, it means I'm going to be out there in sweatshorts and no. a jersey. No. No, 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 no. This is not what we're talking about. Your boy has been rocking updated, classy work looks for a while that just mm-hmm. didn't involve suits and again you only have to see it once a show on the one place i excel strongly which is the walkout all right some of y'all have seen me host around the horn a couple times i'm speeding space baby i can move in space and some of you have seen drip drive on sports center where the walkout is the whole thing i can do this y'all it's not outside of my skill set i'm just saying No, you know, actually, I got to say you're right. You know, um, the drip drive thing, um, I watched one of those recently, and I saw you walk out, and I was like, you know what? I really, really like his walk. I like the hoodie he's wearing. And then once you started talking, I never heard a word you said. I was just so consumed with the walk. That's the idea. That as the host, you know, you, you, you draw people in, and then you let the contestants take over. And that's why this would be key. I can All let right. the contestants loosen up a little bit more, too, because they're not so concerned about having to deal with a guy in a suit. Okay. Okay. Listen. 
Aaron Rodgers has hosted Jeopardy now for a few episodes. And I'm going to just tell you guys right now, I'm not exactly sitting around for some power hour of Jeopardy and uh, Wheel of Fortune for an hour every night, okay? So the only thing I've seen of Aaron Rodgers hosting so far is the guy, Scott, at the end who didn't know the answer and who wagered zero, and he said, who decided to kick that field goal? And Rodgers, nice suit, hair looked good, beard looked solid, but so not, like, funny or... Right. How about just, like, a little bit of voice inflection? Now, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I like Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. I like him as a dude. But... I haven't seen enough to know if he's doing a good job or not. I've seen one 30-second snippet. Has anybody here truly been watching Jeopardy! hosted by Aaron Rodgers? I watched uh, a couple I, episodes. I saw a couple hosted by Katie Couric. Yeah. Um, but that is, that's about it. The clip was the funniest thing I saw, but I think you're right. It was, it was almost artificially stiff. You know what I mean? As if, like, if he were there in real life, he would have laughed, but he didn't feel comfortable enough laughing on that Jeopardy stage. The Jeopardy lights are not too big for me, George. Okay? Okay. This could be handled. I would love to do that, okay. even if just once. I think it would be cool. But I'll say this. Crystal Pepsi, I just looked it up, only lasted two years. Yes. So it can- Those happened to be, like, two years of middle school in which I was very, very, very into it. Okay. You perhaps were into it. I, I think it was exaggerated when you said, <laughs> when you said uh, Crystal Pepsi was, like, this big hit. It yeah, was, I mean, let me ask you, do you, uh, do you eat peeps? Do you, do you, you eat know those, I don't eat peeps. Easter I'm not candies? a monster. What okay, are we well, doing here? Well, because Pepsi had a peeps version <laughs> last week. I'm not a monster. You know? We, they had this peeps version with the yellow can. Oh, they did. That was terrible. Gross. That was a We're bad Way job, off topic here. No. The point is, I want to host Jeopardy. I think I can okay. actually bring something to the show that would update things. Think Steve Harvey taking over Family Feud. Think that. Okay. All Wait right. a second. Wait a second. If you take over Jeopardy, that's like Steve Harvey taking over Family Feud? He's the Feud? best host in the history of the show. I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying the update that provided to Family Feud by having Steve Harvey was one that made a lot of people realize, oh, this is a great show. Now that people need to realize that for Jeopardy, but my point is I could bring a little something different. A little I, different I could flavor. watch. I could watch. Flavor. I'm not exaggerating with you. I, I could watch hours on end of Steve Harvey on Family Feud asking people questions that they get the answer so completely wrong or like it's already up on the board and he sits there and makes fun of them, I could watch it for hours. They post them on Facebook all the time. I know. I know I'm the only person left on Facebook. (laughs) But you and Mark Zuckerberg. Steve Harvey. (laughs) Hey, I love when Steve Harvey comes out and he says, hey, everybody, I'm your man, Steve Harvey. We got a good one for you. And then he claps. Like it's the same intro every single time. Exactly. Happy Wednesday, kiddos. I've already got the tagline there. Okay. It works. Yeah. There you go. All right. Real quick. Dodgers are in a pickle. So Oakland has runners on the corners, one out, and they just won this thing. Awesome. You're yep. ahead of me. You're yep. you are ahead of me. Yeah, you're man. ahead they of just me too won because I'm at, oh, I'm at I'm at a one. Wait a second. Hey, if you guys didn't know, the uh, the A's just walked this thing off. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bergman, yeah. how do you feel about this? I will get to the brouhaha in the next segment. I need a Bergman update on where you're at right now. It's just frustrating because Trevor Bauer pitched so well, and they were up three one, and Kenley comes in, blows it, and then to go to Jimmy Nelson opposed to uh, anybody else in that bullpen, basically just a disaster. Victor Gonzalez, like Jorge was saying, that would have been a good choice, but no, Jimmy Nelson is the guy they go to. It's annoying, but you seem to be very upset at Dave early in the season as he's tinkering. I understand he's tinkering, but there was this. This was a win. Days are terrible this year. This is their second lead of the entire season. Period. Yeah. Well, that what? That's so what? That's two series in a row. One though by the Dodgers. Let's look at the bright side. Yes, yes. fair enough. Oh, look, they shouldn't lose games. 
Right. Wow. Oh, would you get out of here? Now, bring back the Dodger boy. Good you know, Lord. They shouldn't lose games. They should not lose games. They're winning. Not when they have a lead in the ninth. My they should goodness. not lose games when they have leads. I mean, in the ninth. no. Nobody ever blow. Everybody's always perfect. Not even Mariano Rivera was perfect uh, all those years. Come on. Um, all right. We'll, we'll discuss the Dodgers and finally get to the damn brouhaha, okay? Coming up. Oh, crap. We have the game. All right. Here's the deal. We'll do overrated, underrated, properly rated quickly. We'll do two of them. And then talk about the Lakers, okay? We'll do that there. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, George, we're going to start with you, and we're going to start with birthdays. Today's birthdays include Jackie Chan, Adrian Beltre, and Francis Ford Coppola. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. I'm going to say Francis Ford Coppola properly rated, okay? I mean, everyone knows how great Francis Ford Coppola is, so I don't really need to sing the virtues of this crazy filmography and, you know, whatever. So Don't forget um, the wine. Yeah, I was going to say that. And the wine, that's true. The wine's not bad. Wine's not bad. I actually like the little netting around the wine as a decor. Um, So. (laughs) Yes, that is good. Right? It's it's different. (laughs) It's different. It sticks out. Uh, So the he's properly rated. So I would say. I'm going to say Adrian Beltre overrated. And that's weird to say because he's got so many great – he's got the numbers, right? But what I would say to you is I feel like because he's hit that plateau that everyone talks about as like greatest of all time type players, you know, I feel like he did that as a compiler in a lot of ways. Not to say he wasn't great, but a slight – like if I had to to sign a percentage of compiling, it would be like 10% compiling. So I would say overrated. And somebody's got to be overrated here. Um, and then uh, Jackie Chan, underrated, dude. Even the stuff he started doing in America, you know, commercially, um, you, know, you know, years ago, whatever it was. The stuff he was doing way before then, uh, I mean, was even more incredible than the stuff we got to see in the States, you know, in the early 2000s or whatever, late 90s. All right. Um, I'll jump in here. Uh, Clinton, I'm going to say overrated Jackie Chan. I'm going to say properly rated Adrian Beltre, and I'm going to say underrated Coppola for this reason. Mm. There is a generation of people out there that do think of Coppola as a wine guy. You know, like there's a generation of people out there that think Paul Newman is a salad dressing guy. 
Maybe. You know? I mean, those people would also not be very educated, is what I would say. Well, because uh, yeah. I, I, knew stu- I know stuff, and Clinton knows stuff from way before when we were born. Like, I That's know true. who, like, famous people were. Like, but but do, you you know? remember, like, do you remember when um, Keith Hernandez, remember the old New York Mets player? Yes. Yes, Remember when he was a forget. guest uh, on, on Seinfeld? Seinfeld, yes. And, and he would say all the time that young people would come up to him and go, yo, I really love you in Seinfeld. They had no idea he played for the 86 Mets, you see? So right. I, I'm people are go, stupid. Yes. Well, that's fine. I, I acknowledge that most people are probably <laughs> stupid. That's right. Coppola, underrated. Beltre, properly. Chan, not that funny. Over. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, some of y'all might not have heard this, but when <laughs> – Scott said Coppola's underrated. George said the netting. As in, yeah, exactly. The reason to underrate him. I'm sorry. I lost it after that. Anyway, okay. For me, overrated is Jackie Chan. And that doesn't mean that he's wildly overrated. Uh, it doesn't mean I think don't think he's good. It's just I that, like, I need to educate you guys on the Jackie library Chan. of no, 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 Jackie no, no, Chan. No, 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 let's stop it. Stop Somebody's it. I stopped it. <laughs> stop it. I am not unfamiliar with his work long before he came here. Yes. I think what I'm saying is that his work when he came here okay. is what's overrated. Okay, okay? fine. That's, that's what Maybe. I'm saying. Correctly Maybe. rated is Coppola. All right, come on. What are we talking about here? The netting, obviously. I mean, you know clearly. Celebrated in many households on this program. But <laughs> underrated is Adrian Beltre. Because oh. people don't understand. I think he's a gimmick guy who doesn't like people just touching his head. Adrian Beltre is arguably the best third baseman of the in the history of the game. Okay? Trust me on that. You do not want to chalk talk the Beltre situation with me. Compiler. You know how you compile stats in the big leagues? Staying in the bigs, which right. is not easy to do. Okay? okay. Beltre is it, But why is it a, a negative connotation? Why did you just make it um, – uh, what is it that they because say Because you said it. I think he's a compiler. You said no, it. No, like I know, but – you but gave it the I had to qualify five. it? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you said it like it smelled bad. And I'm like, no, he's not a compiler. He was just around for a long time because he was that good. You what, know? Is, what is the term we use for quarterbacks that they get really mad about? Um, system quarterbacks. Care. People hate that. No, well, managers? not system. Game not managers. Game yes. managers. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And, for a baseball, and for a baseball player, the worst <laughs> thing you could say about his stats was he's a compiler. Yes. Right. You know, guy came up at 19. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compile that. Okay. You know what, Greg? Let's just do one today because we're not topping that one. All right. That is overrated, <laughs> right. underrated, and properly rated. Save your other stuff for big deal or no deal at 630. Um, so the brouhaha yesterday with OG Ananobi and Dennis Schroeder, and OG got tossed. And Schroeder didn't get tossed, but Harold got tossed just for being like, yo, yo, why are you messing with my guy? Like, I don't know about you guys. I feel like Montrez Harold gets zero respect from the referees. I've now watched him far, very closely over the last several years with the Clippers and with the Lakers. My man gets teased all the time for stuff that I don't see anyone else getting teased for. He does. He's got, and I don't want to make this like this, but like he is the very much the, oh, Big brother who yells loudly with dreads, tee him up. You know, not that it's like that, but like he's very much got that impression where you look at him and you're thinking, man, that dude can't catch a break. You know what I'm saying? That's probably how he lives his real life too. But I do want to talk about this, which is Schroeder's, mm, I don't want to say reputation, but a lot of people sort of have it in that he's, I don't know, prickly? Is that the word we might use to describe him? Pest-like in some regard. He's got a Rodmonian element. There's a little... uh, so sort of a Bruce Bowen kind of factor yeah. with him. Bruce Bowen is a great example. I would say like Bruce Bowen with a little bit more attitude even. Yes. And you're yes. saying Rod Money 
Mulaney in the hair? Is that the deal? No, well, no, no. Rod Mulaney is in like he gets under your skin and every an once agitator. In a while, he, he's a professional he, agitator thank too. You. On, and on top like of me. being a great player, obviously, he's also a professional agitator. I'm a big fan of professional agitators. Patrick Beverly falls into this club as well. However, in this particular case, I thought that he didn't overdo it. He just messed it up, which is why professional agitators often also don't get the benefit of the doubt. He was trying to hold him up, but then he held him a little too long. You know what I mean? And when a professional agitator holds you a little too long, you never really know what they're trying to do. And so when he pops up and is like, yo, get out my face, I understood that. However, overall, I don't think anybody needs to get tossed in this matter. You know, I agree. This, this was not yeah. an ejection situation for me. Tempers are going to flare. People are going to get heated. And I think that it was a legitimate accident. But I also don't think that the the scuffle or whatever was unwarranted. You know, those two things can exist in the same space. And I think that's what happened with the brouhaha, as you put it. <laughs> all right, look, yes. I don't watch any hockey at all, okay? But when I used to watch hockey, what I used to love about hockey was there was always one guy on the team that if things needed to be policed, there was one guy. Back in the day, they'd call him a goon. That's what they used to call a hockey guy, you know? Right. Um, to me, Montrez Harrell, and this is one of the main reasons I thought that the Lakers went out and got him this past offseason, is because he's a tough guy. He's the kind of guy that when stuff's going on, he should be the first guy in, or at least that's the way I perceive it. Right, anyway. he wants to be the, the enforcer. Right, and so when, when Schroeder lets go, and then the next thing you know, there's a little pushing and shoving, the first guy in is the guy you want to be the first guy in. That's Montrez. And so... I thought also, come on, refs, really? Like, you're going to toss these guys? Just do this. Break them up. Send everybody to their benches. Okay, everybody cooled out now? We took a little time out? Great, let's play ball. But instead, to kick guys out over this kind of nonsense is so ridiculous. But, but I really didn't think that what Schroeder did was so bad. I mean, I know what you're saying, Clinton, but mm -hmm. it seemed like Seem like, okay, hey, hey I, I gave, gave you a hard foul. You're wrapped around me. I'm trying my best to hold you up. And the next thing you know, he kind of really got lifted up by his feet and slammed down on his back. I don't I know about the slam. I, slammed I think slammed is, is aggressive. Yeah, Wait, you don't, think, you don't think I'm exaggerating enough? No, he, he, it slammed? He, 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 he was not slammed. <laughs> I mean, OG was literally still holding his leg. You but know? here's my I, thing, though. Up, here's my he thing. He took him off that, his feet and he put he him down He did do that, back. but he didn't slam him. Like, but you guys are not make this. Hold on. Let's not make this like... You know Charles Oakley and like you know um, you know Alonzo Mourning, right? And like those kind of guys, right? Let's not make this uh, Kurt Rambis uh, against in the Celtics. You know what I mean? Let's not make it that. That wasn't what this was. That's this fair. Was but not here's the Jeff thing: Van Scott. Gundy flopping around all over. None of that. Alonzo this Mourning's was none legs. of that. This okay. is literally guys playing patty cake these days. You guys are not understanding though did. the mindset of the professional agitator. As somebody who dabbles no, no, I get in that. this realm, no, no, yeah, no. I get that. But as somebody who dabbles in this realm, my point is is that that. That gray area is where you live. You know what I'm saying? Right. In terms of like, oh, yes. maybe that was this. Maybe that was that. You know what I mean? That's the whole sort of lifeblood of the professional agitator. And so I understand why OG was upset because you see who that is. You see what's happening. You think, uh-uh, it's not going to be me. You're right. not getting that one away from it. me. So I get the reacts for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reacts, you are going to have to react to something that's happened today. Today is a glorious anniversary. Okay, an absolute glorious anniversary if you are a sports fan and a movie lover. Well, we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tell you why. Bear Fawcett was fine, though. I ain't going to mess with you, man. Like, she was, you know? I mean, what am I going to tell you here? You know, I mean, like she I was, was too, she was definitely before me, my time. Right, but, but I was 13 years old. I'm 13. Farrah Fawcett, Charlie's Angels, back in yeah. the day. Joe Montana was my quarterback yeah. on the poster, and, and, and there was Farrah Fawcett. I mean, come on, LZ. Cut me a break, man. Yeah. One of the things that people forget about Farrah Fawcett, she passed on the same day that Michael Jackson did. Which that is, is exactly uh, right. Yes, yeah. that's right. Exactly right. And yeah. you know what? Wow. I'll never forget that day, Clinton Yates, because yep. that day, is the day that I renewed my wedding vows on my 10-year anniversary. And that was a long time ago because the wedding, that didn't go so well and the rest of the marriage didn't go so well and it resulted in divorce. And so that's all I got, man. I got that 10-year day and I got, <laughs> I got Michael and I got Farrell. Yeah. Wow. That was a bad omen, clearly, as yeah. all that was happening <laughs> right. that day. I was so that upset. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't <laughs> yeah. to bring that into the turn. Well, how about this? I've got a good anniversary that we can discuss, Okay. Um, today is the anniversary of not one, not two, but three iconic baseball movies. Would you like to hear them in order of being made, Clinton? In order, yes, you know, I would. Oldest to youngest here. Okay. The oldest of these three is today is the 45th anniversary, April 7th, 1976, of the Bad News Bears starring Walter Matthau and Tatum O'Neill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have today being the 32 year anniversary for my favorite baseball movie, Major League, with Charlie Sheen, Tom, Tom Berenger, and Corbin Burnson. Okay. And then the 28 year anniversary of The Sandlot, which I think is also one of the more iconic baseball movies. So I feel like this is your alley, Clinton. This is literally, forget about your alley. This is like your address, okay? <laughs> Baseball and movies, all right? This we are literally at your address. porch right ah, now. You're killing me, Smalls. Exactly. So let me, let, me, let me break this thing down from a fundamental standpoint, as uh, Coach Kent Murphy would say on the internet. Uh, I'll just start from oldest to youngest. Bad News Bears is a movie that, first of all, I think is great because of you know, what it portrays with Tatum O'Neill, but also like, Bad News Bears enters the zeitgeist in a funny way because of simply the title of the movie. Now, I was talking about this with an old radio buddy from D.C. back when I was on over there. And in the media softball league, the name of that radio station's team was the Bad News Bears or whatever it was. It was like the the softball news bears or something. Like, they stuck with that as their theme. The actual name of the film has entered the the discussion in such a way. I used to date a girl who every single time something went wrong and it was like not that big of a deal, she'd go, ah. Bad News Bears. You know what I mean? Like No it way. Util- <laughs> it was just utilized as a phrase. Yeah. So we love that movie, and we love any movie that involves old guys smoking in dugouts because that's just funny. <laughs> right. No questions asked. Ask Ron Washington <laughs> about that. I've done it with him. You can check the tape. Also, Major League. Now, this is where my opinions start to get a little divergent from your average bear, pun intended. Uh-oh. And I – okay. Major League is a better movie than Major League 2, but Major League 2 is a funnier movie. Than Major League. That is my personal opinion. And I look at them both at this phase of my life as kind of a similar brand. We can argue about this. We can chalk talk this down to the line. Okay? <laughs> That's not something we're going to do. Wait However, a second. 
Wait a second. But, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I need Let's to do it. take a 20 Let's second time it. out here. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That year broadcasting school clearly paid off. Yeah, that's that that that's a that's great in line. two. That's Reminder. A great line. I know. That's in people two. get confused. Mobbles, that's in two. People Don't get forget. confused. Yes. People get confused, and they 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 think all the good lines were in the first one. I'm with yes. you on that. However, the second movie is a bad movie. Like, it's a kids' it, movie, is what it is. I don't even that, remember. That, that, I barely where, remember. That's where that's where the so drop off bad. comes in. There's no curse Jack words in Parkman the second movie. and the shake, the booty shake. That's in two. Yes, okay. I know it's terrible. What? That's are bad. you kidding me? That's bad. Oh, so cheesy. I'm in the bag. No, listen. Okay, it's very cheesy. It's a kids' movie, so I don't want to bet. That's the difference. But okay, so this is all. This is all. And you didn't have stuff. Wesley Snipes. No, had all, to I never saw. I never saw Wesley Snipes jump over a catcher to get home. All right, I'm saying is, right. Wesley Snipes is Willie Mays Hayes. That's exactly okay. right. That's no, right. You guys see, you, this is where the old guy, the old guy delineation comes. This is where we part. This is where my porch. Okay, becomes, I'm going to open it up to the audience right now. No, we you can open can... it up to the audience. This is why I want to be hosting Jeopardy because I'm smarter in this regard. No, I'm joking. Tweeting I just, us... I just happen to like. I just happen to think Major League Two is funnier because there's okay, so much more stuff enough, that people forget enough. about. But that's not the first. Let Let me tell the people to communicate with us. Oh, communicate this. with me. Okay. At Clinton Yates on Twitter, at Sedano, at Scott Kaplan, or you can call us at 888, uh, I'm sorry, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. You can name it what you want. Oh, I cry every single time that he comes out and the second part and Homegirl runs over to a cart machine, Radio Files, and bangs in the Wild Thing song and the place goes nuts. It's great. All right. Um, Willie Mays Hayes or uh, Omar Epps or Wesley Snipes. Just give us that. Just send in your thoughts. They're different right, roles. So it's an interview situation. Fi- C- conclude your major league thoughts, and then we can get to the Sandlot. The, the major league thoughts are over. I do want to bring up the Sandlot, though. And the reason why the Sandlot is great, and I was actually saying this on a different show because I was talking about this very thing with the guy that I just mentioned. The reason why the Sandlot works is because the Sandlot taps into something in a generation of life in which people thought baseball was a natural extension of American childhood. It's not like outset of anything. This is just a kid's regular life with his kind of jerk stepdad and his friends in the neighborhood. They don't play Little League. They're just out there screwing around trying to live life. It's amazing. And the reason why the Sandlot also still wins points for me is that because at any – you go to minor league parks across America – they are having sleepovers on the outfield, showing that movie where parents go with their kids and stay out there and bring it together. It is still uniting baseball families to this day, which is something that no other baseball film can say. The Sandlot is a fantastic film on right. every single level. We celebrate it very much in this household. Let me, let me jump in here on these three movies. First of all, Bad News Bears. I still use one line from Bad News Bears all these years later, which is, remember when the kid, I think the character's name was Ahmad, Right. And he and he they, they had gone through the let them play, let them play. And the Astrodome was on fire and they decided to let him play. And the kid gets up to bat and he goes, back up, sucker. I feel good. Sometimes when I feel good, I say things like that, like, look out, sucker. I feel good. So there, there are certain lines, OK, from certain movies. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you guys have been to Houston in the last few years. When you see the new NRG football stadium right next door to the old Astrodome, you're like, what is that big-ass thing still doing there? It used to be called the Eighth Wonder of the World. That's how long ago that movie was that they were playing in the Astrodome. Love the Bad News Bears. Major League One, in my estimation, is the far superior movie than Major League Two. Because if Major League One wasn't great, there wouldn't have even ever been anything called Major League Two, which was completely inferior. And I love the Sandlot for this reason. You know, back when I was a little kid, 
we not everything wasn't so organized. Everything wasn't little league. Kids weren't being specialized and coached individually. Kids just said, Ma, I'll be home later for dinner. And they left and they were gone all day and they found ways to just play and be active and get themselves into trouble or out. So I love all these movies, but Major League One by far, way better than Major League Two. Tanaka. I love <laughs> Tanaka. this crap. Oh, come on. Don't forget. Come on. Don't forget. Now, I do you guys know, know the Bad News Bears, or is the Bad News Bears too old for, for a, a couple old. of young fellas that's a little, like that's yourself? That's a little dated for your boy. The other yeah. thing, quickly, about Major League that is actually one of the funniest things about it. I'm not going to count this against it, but, like, nobody scores from second on a bunt on the infield. I don't care if Wesley Snipes is moving. That's just a sec- secondary discussion about the baseball. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. He does. He's Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, coming up next, the Lakers have surprised us? Yeah. Sort of. We'll tell you why in just a few moments. Stick around. We got what you need to know in between. 710 ESPN.